Welcome to Reinventing Nerds. Dr. Joni Cannell shares communication strategies for technical people. She shares her own stories of learning to communicate and brings in other nerds and experts to show you how to interact with people in a way that's comfortable for you. And now, here's your host, the uniquely qualified engineer turned psychologist, Dr. Joni Cannell. Hello, and welcome to Reinventing Nerds. Today, our guest is Jamie Lieben, and he is a very interesting person because, as he says, he's a nerd, but he's gone into really a bit of community building through his founding of a makerspace and his support of other makerspaces. So I'm going to leave it at that and jump right in with Jamie, and welcome, Jamie. Hello. Thank you for having me on, Joni. It's a pleasure. Um, I want to find out. You told me this a while ago, like you really are a nerd and everything, but you never tell me what that means. So I'm on the edge of my seat here, and I'm sure our listeners are too. What does it mean to you to be a nerd? Tell us about yourself. Well, um, as a youngin, I was actually, you know, the struggling uh, social difficulty, you know, wanting wanting to be right. Um, you know, so <laughs> what, boy, I, I bring it down right away. But, uh, you know, that... Uh, the socially awkward uh, needing to figure things out. I, I got better. Um, Clearly, because I would tell our listeners here, if you haven't uh, heard much of Jamie yet and watched his TEDx talk and all that, you would have no idea. So keep going. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I I learned over time, but uh, you know, still still have those tendencies. I'm I'm a huge reader. Um, uh, you know, fiction, nonfiction. Uh, you know, I I. Uh, boy, my favorite authors come to town and I'm just, uh, you know, want to go get uh, book signings. Those are some of my, uh, my favorite possessions or my uh, author signed books. Um, and, you know, always uh, enjoyed my, my grandfather uh, was that way, always had a great book collection. We'd go and visit him and I'd enjoy that. And, and uh, you know, I, I kind of see that thread in reflection now, uh, you know, even through my grandfather and father, um, mm -hmm. And, you know, and now in my own sons as well, and, uh, you know, being able to relate to that side of that for them, um, but also, you know, help them not be as socially awkward as I was. None of them have that issue. They've, they've all turned out great. Credit to my wife for that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah I'm sure you're halfway responsible for it. <laughs> I, I do what I can. Yeah. Uh, yeah, father of four. So you must have what? Do you have how many sons and daughters now? Uh, four sons and a grandson. Wow. Yeah, youngest is going in high school next year. I don't know where the time went, but uh, very. They're all uh, all on good paths, and uh, and very proud of all of them. And uh, you know, credit to my wife for yeah all of that. Yeah, and I know it's a great achievement. You know, we always talk about our work achievements, but you know, when you being interviewed, you jump right to the parenting achievement, and frankly, uh, being married is another achievement as well. So, yes. <laughs> kudos to you. Talk about building community right in your own home. <laughs> yes. Um, well, I want to find out. I mean, you are really about this community building, and at this point, you moved from tech. Uh, you were in 3D printer industry, you know, and got out and now have founded a makerspace uh, right locally in Loveland, Colorado for you. So for our listeners who aren't as familiar with a makerspace, can you tell us what, what that is first? 
Yeah, a uh, makerspace, uh, the short version I tell people that aren't mm -hmm. familiar is it's simply a community workshop. Uh, mm -hmm. It's a it's a new term for that type of thing. Um, you know, makerspaces have been around for oh, roughly 20 years now, um, worldwide. Uh, started at places uh, like uh, Berlin and uh, the MIT Media Lab with Nick mm -hmm. Nick Conte, uh, and they tended to be very uh, uh, tech focused at first. Uh, you'll hear the term hacker spaces from way back when. Uh, you know, of course, hackers are pejorative in some views, so we use <laughs> makerspaces. Uh, you know, it's more acceptable when you're talking to, uh, you know, um, uh, uh, muggles, right? No. Yeah, uh, you're <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> but uh, it's, uh, it's a place where uh, we do our best to make access to prohibitive tools, uh, workspace, and a community of people working on projects and, and hopefully motivating each other uh, and making that accessible both from, uh, you know, a, a physical place and an economic standpoint as well. Yeah, where do they tend to be? Uh, so makerspaces uh, are, you know, any place that uh, people want to make a community resource like that available. Uh, you'll see them often, you know, there's a big trend in libraries and yep. schools these days to have makerspaces. Uh, but they pop up, you know, anywhere. And, and the independent community makerspaces are uh, usually driven by the needs in that community. You know, so we, we talk, you know, there's a description of bits versus atoms. You know, some are more tech oriented, others are more mechanically oriented. Our, our community uh, in our makerspace tends to reflect the, the demographics in our town, which is, uh, you know, more retiree. So we have more older woodworkers, ex-machinists, things like that in our space, whereas other spaces are, you know, uh, young cyberpunk, uh, right. techie, mm -hmm. uh, and you know, different overlap that way. And, you know, the, the Makerspace is actually a volunteer project of mine. Our, ours is a 501c3 nonprofit. So we've fortunately been able to hire staff, uh, but, you know, all of, all I've, all I've ever done is put money into it. I've never, oh boy. never made a cent from it. Uh, yeah. And, uh, but yeah, it's, it's my volunteer passion project and, you know, helping other spaces get going is uh, something I enjoy as well. Yeah, so I mean, first of all, you're making a community right there, um, and and you're also building community worldwide, helping other folks. But uh, let me just quickly go back and check in on you know this volunteer thing. So is it free? You said there are a couple different tiers, as I understand it, of makerspaces. Tell us what that is. Yeah. So. Um Generally, makerspaces, there are some for-profit commercial ones, uh, mm -hmm. but even those, and, and especially the ones that are, you know, library or independent nonprofits, have a very strong, you know, making resources available for free uh, to varying degrees. Some places, uh, you know, they say if there, there's a member there, you know, the public can come in and work and they ask for donations. Uh, the model we have is we have staffed open public hours uh, where people can come in and use a subset of the tools mm -hmm. uh, and then uh, you pay for a membership, which is how we uh, support ourselves. Most, uh, even in most independent makerspaces have a, uh, a membership model. And in return for that, you get 24-7 uh, access to the space and tools. So most of them have a, a key fob system and you come in and work when you want, which, uh, uh, you know, we, we have the late shift, uh, you know, the people that are there 
you know, after midnight, uh, and you know that's convenient for them. It's, mm -hmm. it's nice to be able to serve that community, and and those people find tend to find other people with common interests to uh, meet with. Yeah, I mean, and that sounds really important because uh, you give access to these tools that you couldn't afford normally, whether you're getting it for free or at a lower price. So mm -hmm. it's it's all about accessibility. So why is this such a growing phenomenon, like globally, all over the world? Yeah, what's going on? Well, uh, the you know, there's there's been such a, a development in technology and tools related to them. Uh, you know, computer-controlled machines have came down in price where they're accessible for a group to pool resources to purchase and maintain them. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they're... Uh, either more expensive or bigger uh, than most people could have in their home. Uh, you know, we have things like large CNC routers that would, you know, fill my garage completely yeah. if I had the money myself to, mm -hmm. to build one um, or purchase one. But, you know, we, instead of, you know, you buying something that you're only going to use a little bit in the space, we pool resources, uh, get it for the space and then share it. Uh, and then, other people can come in and use it, and the tool gets more use. So that's uh, that's a big motivator. Is this uh, you know just the this blossoming of tool resources that are a little too much for a person to have on their own in most cases, and uh, and also you know then the resource being available to the community on a shared basis from there. Right. Uh, well, you, I mean, speaking of globally, I mean, you've had visitors from all over the world too, right? Tell us yep. about that. Oh, that's, that's one of my favorite things. Um, I, I was uh, doing a little tabulation before we started of, uh, I think we've just missed Antarctica is the only place we haven't had really? someone from. Yep. We've, uh, we've had, I, I know for sure, you know, the, the usual things, of course, Australia, Russia, you know, Germany, UK, but uh, we've had Uganda, so we got Africa covered, um, and wow. uh, Uzbekistan, you know, and, you know, of course, just Russians, but we had uh, a delegation come through from there that they, and, you know, just sharing of those ideas. And, you know, the, the wonderful thing about that is, you know, I have standing invitations around the world to go right. visit places as well. Uh, and as I travel, I love to visit the local makerspaces and just see my, my makerspace peeps there. It's, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. So I'm just picturing the kids, the wife be like, oh yeah, we got to go see, you know, the Taj Mahal and we can go see a makerspace. And they're like, yeah. uh. <laughs> my, my boys know to expect that. Dad's, dad's going to go see the the local makerspace. <laughs> yeah, no, I like that too. <laughs> so, so this is really interesting in terms of the people side of it, right? Because that's what we're so much about here on reinventing nerds, right? And you've talked about this building this community, but across cultures. So tell us about that. Like, what kind of things come up? Have you had challenges with that just in your own makerspace with these uh, out of town guests coming in? And, or, you know, what, what's been going on there? Um, the the guests are are wonderful. The uh, the interesting thing from a, a culture standpoint is you know you you certainly have a ferment of of very intelligent people or you know people that want access to the tools and you know people that are very mechanically inclined versus you know someone who's uh, you know we we have 
spectrum people uh, that are in there, and and that that interaction. Um, you know, I I was just having a conversation with a, a friend this last weekend about, you know, well, so and so, you know, how much weight do they have in there? And I said, well, you know, they're <laughs> that's that's just kind of them. You you learn, you know, we we work with that, uh, but you know that that intersection of, of different perspectives and and some people are very intelligent i you know i certainly see uh myself in the you know uh boy i i gotta be right on this oh wait no no it's is you know yield the things that are not as important um mm -hmm. uh and and you know but in return for all of that ferment and those variety of personalities you get some wonderful things that come out of it like well, um, I'm involved in a startup currently that I really can't talk about. But I know. I wanted yeah. to ask you, but it's mum's the word. Yeah, well, and that came out of the makerspace. I mean, our, our makerspace has birthed several companies and, uh, you know, employer-employee relationships uh, because, it, you know, it's kind of a try before you buy. Oh, I've worked on this with this person on these other volunteer projects. I know that I can spend hours a day grinding away on this thing that's kind of frustrating to us and then we get success uh, you know what hey i might like to work with this person and and you see that uh you know there are there are many products that are born out of maker spaces and that that intermixing of you know the the mechanical and the electronic and the code and the arts and the math and the you know what am i engineering right uh, mm -hmm. and the science there i covered all the the steam uh, acronyms <laughs> Right. But, but you have those blendings of, you know, someone who is, I'm good with A and B, but boy, I don't know about C. And can someone help me? And, and mm -hmm. there's someone else that says, wow, that's fascinating. We'd love to see that happen. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's, that's the, uh, the blending of cultures. And you, you see that, um, you know, both across ages and uh, culturally and and you know just approach to the world uh you know a a retired machinist or welder or woodworker is a different person than the you know young university physicist but they can teach each other things i i like to say you know you have things to share with me i have things to share with you and and you know i like saying that to to children or especially people that you know that i'm i'm seeing them and you know maybe they're intimidated by oh well i'm you know, all these other people are smarter here. Uh, right. You know, I had that experience when I started the space. I, I started a meetup, and a lot of other people much smarter than me showed up, and right. and you know, surround yourself with uh, smarter people and and listen to them, right? So that's one of the ways you cultivate that, though. I mean, you talk about role modeling it. I mean, how else? I mean, because I I see sometimes you get these organizations these these spaces and you kind of get these clicks or you know all the young people sit at this table and the older people sit at that table how, you know how do you create this environment where people really want to interact with each other across these boundaries yeah um, you know encouraging um, all that's a good point I'll frequently hear people say you know things like they they look for a hierarchy and mm. uh, you know I, I like to immediately say you know no this is this is ours this is our place it's yeah. uh, I'm, I don't recall who coined the phrase but you know it's a it's a duocracy I like that you know yeah why is so-and-so doing that well because so-and-so is doing that uh, <laughs> you know, there's certainly a uh, 
you know, please ask before painting the walls blue. But, uh, <laughs> Gosh. but you know, very much the, uh, you know, well, someone should do that. Well, great. You just volunteered, didn't right. you? <laughs> you know, yeah. um, but, you know, this is having that message of this is our community. You're here with your people. You know, if you see something that you want to engage in, this mm -hmm. is the place to do it. And, and, you know, mm -hmm. giving that permission and that, that welcome of, you know, you, uh, people say, you know, I, I, some people say, oh, you, you founded a makerspace. Well, you know, I, I was one of the founding team, you know, I scheduled the meetup and then all the other interesting mm -hmm. people showed up that, mm -hmm. you know, together we all made it happen. And, and I'm nothing special. I'm just a member like anyone else with my own voice and, and trying to spread that community message of this is, you know, this is our place to, to work together and, and work alongside and, and learn and do. Well, I'm hearing a lot of humility there, you know, like, uh, yeah. And uh, a way to lead people uh, to role model that, but also it would seem like people who are in the space who want to reach out to others to ask for help, you know, in different ways would want to realize, Hey, I, I don't know everything. I could use some help in these other domains. And, I would also hear that there's a bit of uh, giving as well, right? Because when someone asks for help, someone else is going to respond and say yes, rather than yep. like, leave me alone, I'm busy. I mean, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, it, you know, there's a lot of opportunity for doing gratifying work. You know, we're, we're restoring a windmill for a local historical society that was damaged. And uh, we have a, a group that's led by a friend of mine that has a, an Enable Project chapter. That's where uh, prosthetics are 3D printed and donated to mm -hmm. children and adults around the world. Uh, that's been very gratifying to know that, you know, there's a young man in California that has a hand because I ran a 3D printer for a while. Uh, and right. that, that giving, um, you know, one, one thing that I uh, credit to Nancy Duarte in her, her book resonate, uh, she, yep. they talk about, uh, you know, being the mentor, not the hero, you know, providing the, you can, you are here, you can get to there and, and yes, you can do it. I'll, I'll help how I can uh, is, is something that's, really stuck with me in, in an approach that, that helps. So as a mentor, you're saying that you're empowering the others to do it themselves and you're offering, you know, wisdom and advice and, and help as, as needed, but uh, you're not going to jump in and do it for them. Right. And, you know, we have, we have groups that foster entrepreneurship and, and you realize that some people have a talent and ability, but you know, they're terrified of, you know, I, I have business background experience. I've started mm -hmm. and sold a couple of businesses. And, mm -hmm. and so it's no big deal to me uh, to, yeah, yeah, you get on the Secretary of State site and you do this and then you mm -hmm. get your EIN and, and you mm -hmm. go open your bank account and, and keep it simple and it's cheap and you can do it yourself very quickly. Uh, you know, just, just trying to get people past that, that fear barrier of engaging in something new, uh, you know, or well, you want to learn an Arduino, here's a SparkFun Inventor Kit, and, you know, here's some projects. And they helped me go, oh, yeah, I got these different tools, and I can, uh, and now I can try something new because I I bootstrap myself uh, mm -hmm. past that. I like to teach CAD classes for that reason. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I hadn't used CAD at all until, I don't know, uh, five years ago or so. Started simply, used more and more advanced tools, and now I help teach the classes. Oh, that's a bit of achievement right there. You just learned how to use it and now you're teaching it. Yeah. 
Well, one other thing that comes up with communities, you know, is, you know, you get this culture going and then attracting new people in and how do you attract and integrate them and, and maybe even change as a result of new people coming in? Yeah. Um, you know, it's talking about the, the social piece of things. You know, there's been a transition over the past couple of years where I've, you know, I, I started out, you know, doing my share of the effort to make the space happen and move things forward. And, and now I'm at the point where I, I don't need to do that anymore. And, and there's kind of that, oh, well, they're doing this. And you know what? They're doing fine. And, mm -hmm. and we have new people coming in that bring new skill sets and new energy. And that's wonderful. And, you know, being able to say, yes, this is ours. And, and please participate and please join it. You think this is great. We all know it can be better. You know, you bring new insights and new energy. Yeah, great. Engage. Do. Let's, you know, I, uh, people have asked me, what do you make? And it's like, well, the, the maker space is, a, <laughs> is a, you know, there's been plenty of projects I've, I've learned from other people. You know, with, we, we did the dust collection system and, mm -hmm. and there's people that know dust collection and woodworking. And, you know, so I got up on the ladder with a, with the cordless drill and, and sheet metal screws and, and, you know, cause I'm relatively young for some of that and, and crazy and stupid and willing to get up on ladders. And, yeah. and I learned from those that it's like, Oh, well, all right. You know, now if I need to do ducking at my house like that, I'm, you know, I now have that skill and I'm more comfortable with it because other people help me. Mm -hmm. Well, you talked about a lack of hierarchy. So how do you keep it from turning into chaos or anarchy or, or something like that when you have such a community like this? Well, uh, you know, the, the, first of all, the golden rule, you know, the, the, uh, a good onboarding is uh -huh. important. Uh, you know, we have, uh, we have, you know, core values and expectations right. that's, uh, communicated. Uh, we've developed by trial and error, some, you know, conflict resolution things that thankfully the membership, you know, we went, we went through a period where there was some challenging members um, and boy, things have been great for a long time. We're well, wait a minute. Can we just talk about that for a second? Because this is the kind of juice that, oh boy. Well, I mean, I'm not like, don't yeah, like, yeah. it was Jim Smith who was the member. Oh, yeah. I don't know, but more like, how did you have, what kind of uh, things came up and how did you move through that? Um, so the, the, this is a challenge. That's an excellent question because in the, you know, the Nations of Makers group, which is kind of makerspace organizers, yeah. that that's a, a challenge is how do you work through this? And, and sometimes it's just a case by case basis, you know, that, mm -hmm. uh, and, and having the team effort of, you know, if I, if I just don't have the emotional bandwidth to deal with this, uh, my colleague, uh, you know, he or she, you know, being willing to take that on and, and deal with it uh, right. is, is important. And, you know, yeah. and having that idea that it is a team effort. Uh, this is our space. It's not, uh, you know, and, and, you know, the important values you'll see at Makerspace is, you know, first of all, the golden rule, you know, the, in uh, either the golden rule form, or you'll see be excellent to each other, or, you know, don't be a jerk uh, in various. <laughs> Whatever phrases. way it is. It's just like, yeah. yeah. I, you know, I, I always liked, uh, I can't remember the makerspace, but they, 
they had two rules. Rule one was be excellent to each other. Rule two was don't make us make more rules. <laughs> yeah. Um, but having yeah. the diverse experience uh, and backgrounds of, of people who can say, you know what, I, I got this. I, I've, I've seen this before. Yes. You know, let me, let me try. And I love that too, because you're also saying sharing the leadership there and sharing the responsibilities as well, because sometimes you're either not in a place, you know, or space that you could just handle something like that, or maybe it's not your skill set. And you want somebody who's really, you know, has dealt with that kind of thing. And so you, they can step in and acknowledging that uh, that's what a team is for. Yep. And, you know, and, uh, you know, as, as I, as I learn, uh, you know, sometimes I just need a nap, you know, <laughs> and, and some people do. And, and it's, you know, having those, having those friends that can, you know, share the load. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense with that. Um, well, um, I just want to hear a little bit more about you and your uh, role in terms of this is a volunteer project. What else do you do uh, to sustain yourself? I mean, your um, family. I mean, and all these people that you support. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I, I've been a techie, you know, playing, playing yep. to your strong parts. Um, I think I started my first company in 2002. Mm -hmm. uh, I actually have a, a fairly strong sales background, which for a nerdy guy is, is interesting. Um, right. And and caused me a lot of a lot of difficulty. I, I certainly, uh, um, you know, I was uh, listening to uh, listening to another one of your excellent podcasts with a friend, and he he talked about being totally unemployable. And I, aha, uh -huh, <laughs> I, I know which one that is. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and I've uh, I I uh, resemble that remark. Um, but <laughs> uh, you know, it's I approach um, you know business and I, I'm actually kind of you know strong sales background a sales guy now and and I I approach that as almost an engineering problem what are the tools that I can apply to this and and you know this is a it's a truth seeking exercise and problem solving and you know uh, fail fast and uh, you I don't, you don't hear a lot of, uh, salespeople, uh, talk about, you know, lean methodologies, I suppose, mm -hmm. but, uh, but I try and bring those things to it. Uh, so was in the IT space, uh, was in 3d printing for a while, um, back in the IT space currently and, um, and have the other startup. I've, I've been fortunate enough to live by my wits, so to speak. Um, mm -hmm. and, uh, have, had businesses with some wonderful customers that I've been uh, fortunate to be able to work with and, and, uh, uh, and moving on to hopefully the, we'll have something cool to talk about soon uh, that actually spun out of the makerspace. Yeah. Uh, you know, working with, working with fellow makers on something new. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm hearing gratitude a lot come through with you as well, Jamie. I mean, just being grateful for the people that you work with and come in contact with and, Boy, that's so refreshing. You know, I mean, well, I, yeah, it really is. And, you know, I've had, uh, in fact, one of my other episodes was about this techno entitlement, right? Mm -hmm. You know, that some people feel like they, they have such valuable skills and they can come in and not have to learn the, 
the the golden rule, right? Or or those kind of things because they're special. And uh, seeing you and achieving your success and creating a whole space, a maker space, in fact, around this, you know, of, of sharing and and learning from each other and having courtesy and gratitude for each other. That's just really inspiring. Well, thank you. Uh, you know, being able to laugh at yourself uh, really helps. <laughs> I, uh, you know, the, the, uh, you know, what's, what's the goal? All I know is I know nothing. Uh, boy, that gets more true every year. Uh, well, yeah, there's so much more to learn. There's so much more to know in today's world. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I've I've been very fortunate, and uh, and I try and try and remember to be grateful because uh, you know I've uh, I've had a lot of a uh, lot of good fortune. Well, that's always a good thing too. Yeah. Well, yeah, this has been really interesting, Jamie, and I'd love to have have people be able to get in touch with you to learn more about your makerspace and anything else you do, and and maybe even later find out what this whole mystery startup is all about. So, how do people contact you? Well, uh, you know, I I Google really well. I have a unique name, so uh, just uh, doing a search that turns up my TEDx talk and uh, my blog and. LinkedIn, I'm active on, uh, you know, on most of the social networks. Uh, but yeah, people are welcome to email or contact me directly. I, some of my favorite uh, contacts are the out of the blue about, hey, we're trying to get a makerspace going in such and such. And what, what do we do? You know, I uh, just uh, was emailing with uh, someone in, uh, in New Mexico about, you know, the, they, they came to Maker Faire and saw a project that uh, the team at the Makerspace came up with, and, and that inspired them to make their own. And, oh, hey, can you send me this file for that thing? Oh, yeah, hey, great. You know, and, and now I got a, another nice place to visit. Wish I could make it to their event, but <laughs> I have a calendar conflict. Uh, but, yeah, that's, uh, that's um, a lot of the enjoyment of it. Okay, so you're talking about making connections and you, you practice what you preach there. So if you want to connect with Jamie, he's open and interested to talk to you. So this has been a great show and I think our listeners and viewers have learned a lot from this about being grateful for others, uh, having courtesy and respect for other people, um, you know, giving of yourself. Um, and being humble to realize you don't know everything and, and knowing when somebody else might have more to contribute <laughs> at a situation or on a subject than you and how that can really lead to some great wins for everyone. Yes. Yeah. Yep. That's, and it's, it's wonderful to see, you know, how that grows. And, and, you know, I, like I said, I've had many people who help me and I try and pay it forward to, you know, so other people can experience that that joy and accomplishment. Yeah. Wow. Uh, we're going to leave it at that. The joy and accomplishment. I love it. Thank you so much, Jamie, for being a guest on Reinventing Nerds. Thank you, Joni. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Well, great. Well, we're here at reinventingnerds.com. Subscribe, rate, and review, and we'd love to hear your comments. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of Reinventing Nerds and encourage you to apply what you learned to help you communicate better. For a free consultation with Joni to see how she can help you further, please visit ReinventingNerds.com. Until then, embrace your inner nerd and remain true to yourself while you develop your communication strategies.